0: It is so different. Continuing from the last episode. Okay. Watching both. The lesbians and the gay male couple, the straight women's vaginal blood flow indicated more arousal than they confessed on the keypad. Watching good old-fashioned vanilla heterosexual couplings, everything flipped and they claimed more arousal than their bodies indicated. Straight or gay, the women reported almost no response to the hot bonobo on bonobo action, though, again, their bodily reactions suggested they kinda liked it. This disconnect between what these women experienced on a physical level and what they consciously registered is precisely what the theory of differential erotic plasticity predicts. It could well be that the price of women's greater erotic flexibility is more difficulty in knowing, and depending on what cultural restrictions may be involved in accepting what they're feeling, this is worth keeping in mind when considering why so many women report lack of interest in sex or difficulties in reaching, reaching orgasm. If you aren't confused already, consider that research psychiatrist Andre Anokin and his colleagues found that erotic images elicit significantly quicker and stronger response in women's brains than either pleasant or frightening images without erotic content. They showed 264 women are randomly ordered collection of images ranging from snarling dogs to water skiers to semi-naked couples getting hot and heavy. The women's brains responded about 20% faster to the erotic images than to any others. With men, this eager responsiveness was expected, but the results among the supposedly less visual, less libidinous women surprised the researchers. The female erotic brain is full of such surprises. Dutch researchers used positron emission tomography, PET, to scan the brains of 13 women and 11 men in the throes of orgasm. While the brevity of the male orgasm made reliable readings difficult to get, The heightened activity they found in the secondary somatosensory cortex, associated with genital sensation, was what they'd expected. But the women's brains left the researchers befuddled. It seems the female brain goes into standby mode at orgasm. What little increase in cerebral activity the ladies' brains exhibited, was in the primary somatosensory cortex, which registers the presence of sensation, but not much excitement about it. Quote, In women, the primary feeling is there, one of the researchers said, but not the marker that this is seen as a big deal. For males, the touch itself is all-important. For females, it's not so important." Every woman knows her menstrual cycle can have profound effects on her eroticism. Spanish researchers confirmed that women experience greater feelings of attractiveness and desire around ovulation, while others have reported that women find classically masculine faces more attractive around ovulation opting for less chiseled looking guys when not fertile since the birth control pill affects the menstrual cycle it's not surprising that it may affect a woman's patterns of attraction as well scottish researcher tony little found women's assessment of men as potential husband material shifted if they were on the pill Little thinks the social consequences of his finding may be immense. Quote, Where a woman chooses her partner while she is on the pill, and then comes off it to have a child, her hormone-driven preferences have changed and she may find she is married to the wrong kind of man. Unquote. Little's concern is not misplaced. In 1995, Swiss biological researcher Klaus Wedekind published the results of what is now known as the Sweaty T-Shirt Experiment. He asked women to sniff T-shirts men had been wearing for a few days, with no perfumes, soaps or showers. Wedekind found, and subsequent research has confirmed, that most of the women were attracted to the scent of men whose major histocompatibility complex the mhc differed from her own this preference makes genetic sense in that the major histocompatibility complex indicates the range of immunity to various pathogens children born of parents with different immunities are likely to be benefit from a broader more robust immune response themselves. The problem is that women taking birth control pills don't seem to show the same responsiveness to these male scent cues. Women who were using birth control pills who chose men's t-shirts randomly, or even worse, showed a preference for men with similar immunity to their own. Consider the implications. Many couples meet with the, when the woman is on the pill. They go out for a while, like each other a lot, and then decide to get together and have a family. She goes off the pill, gets pregnant, has a baby. But her response to him changes. There's something about him she finds irritating, something she hadn't noticed before. Maybe she finds him sexually unattractive, and the distance between them grows. But her libido is fine. She gets flushed every time she gets close enough to smell her tennis coach. Her body no longer silenced by the effects of the pill. May now be telling her that her husband, still the great guy she married, isn't a good genetic match for her. But it's too late. They blame it on the work pressure, the stress of parenthood, each other. Because this couple inadvertently short-circuited an important test of biological compatibility, their children may face significant health risks cha- ranging from reduced birth weight to impaired immune function. How many couples in this situation blame themselves for having failed somehow. How many families are fractured by this common tragic undetected sequence of events?